It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, on the back inland waterways leading to the bay. And, you know, you could take it all the way down to Miami if you wanted to, but I'm not saying we're going that far. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge for, well, Monday, August 14th. And I know many of you were concerned about, well, how did we do on Saturday? The most important thing we did on Saturday is I survived. <laughs> <laughs> barely, barely, barely. All right, give us an uh, audio check really quick. I think we might be coming in a little hot, but let us know. Jeep, Chrysler, Ram cannot sell cars unless Car Edge shows is the in. Hell up. No. All right, so here's the deal. We've got the latest data from Cox Automotive, and I will put it up on the screen right now so that everyone can see. Give me one quick second. Wait, not that one. It's kind of hard with the glare. One second. Where'd it go? I don't Microsoft know. Microsoft Power. There it is right there. All right, let me pull it up on the screen for everyone. And boom, there it is. Pops, here is the day's supply of inventory yes. broken down by manufacturing. You can't see a damn thing. Hi, everybody. Leaving to the boats going by. But if I zoom in, Dad. Yeah. This is new cars by manufacturing. Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah. Jeep, Ram, Dodge, Chrysler. Yeah. The day's supply of inventory at Jeep, 94. The day's supply at Ram, 105. The day's supply at Dodge, 106. The day's supply at Chrysler, 109. Well, then how did, how did Stellantis make $14 billion last quarter? <laughs> they can't sell cars, man. Well, well, you know what? The, here's the real key. Huh. They can sell cars. They just happen to sell them to their dealers. <laughs> That's when they make their money. So yeah, they're they're stacking their deal. They're stacking them deep and selling them. Well, the dealers aren't selling them cheap, but they should be. They should be stacking them deep and selling them cheap. And literally, all they're doing is stacking them deep at the dealer. So Stellantis makes their money the minute they invoice the dealer. All right, I'm going to try and fix the brightness on our face here in just a second. And while I do that, Dad, I want to let everyone know. Yes. Robert Filippo here. Hey, guys, it's Rob from Honesdale. We met. How many people did we meet on Saturday? Because we were at a Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership. They ended up selling for the day between the Subaru and the CDJR dealership over 20 cars. Yeah, so, so it was 25. Yeah, I'm just being modest. Well, don't be modest, damn it. It was our first ever event. Why be modest? <laughs> Being modest. That's who I am. I'm modest. Okay. So you know what? Our He's modest. They sold 25 cars, and 13 of them were directly related to the carriage event, which means that had we not the been there that day, they would have had a 12-car Saturday. Okay? Um, now, maybe that's considered a good Saturday for them, and it probably is a nice little double-digit day. But to do 25 cars, well, that's a pretty spectacular day. Um, and literally, I can't recall when I was in the dealerships um, having that many people come in uh, on a Saturday. I mean, literally, they must have had 100 people come through that store. Their sales staff should be so busy today doing follow-up. It's unbelievable. But here's the deal. So we look at the data. Deck. Yes. It absolutely look. You, you, you can't deny it. I mean, we look at the day's supply for the industry. Yes. Cox Automotive put out the latest data just this morning. And the four brands, the four Stellantis brand products are the ones that have the most inventory. Like, I just keep zooming out. Yeah. That was. These four were, were Jeep, Ram, Dodge, Chrysler. At the other end of the spectrum, you've got, come on, Honda, Kia, Toyota, Subaru. 
So you just have a huge disparity in who's selling what yes. and what actually is moving. It was great that we were there to do the sales event because it helped in, you know, in, it was fair pricing. I mean, we pre-negotiated yes. the pricing and everything. So it was exciting. People had an opportunity. But I think I understand why those CDJR products are not moving. They're so damn expensive. And this latest data from Cox Automotive just puts another, I want to say like nail in the coffin <laughs> for <laughs> Stellantis. How many months in a row can we go? With Stellantis leading the league in inventory before yeah. they have to be even more aggressive with their incentives. Because I got to be honest, we had many people come in and buy Ram 1500s. Yes. The manufacturer incentive was only $4,000. Only $4,000 on a truck that's average transaction price is north of $66,000. That's not enough. No. We look at the data and we see incentives starting to build back up. But if I'm Stellantis, I'm, I'm getting ready to spend even more money to try and move this metal. And I think that'll be a recurring theme between now and the end of the year. The best well, time to buy a Ram product might be December because Slant is going to be looking around saying, well, they're going to have more inventory than anybody and they're going to want to move it. And uh, certainly their dealers are going to want to move it. It, it, was, it was a rather unique experience to be back in a dealership setting and to see all the people that came in. Um, and quite frankly, I mean, a lot of people that came in just came in to say hello to us. They had no intentions of even looking at cars or buying cars. But just just, just to come in and thank us for what it is that we do, I mean, it was really uh, rather heartwarming. It was. Um, and, and our dear friend Randy Schwartz was there. And... And Buddy, the super dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Randy. I think when you came in, Laura may have been on the live stream. We were live for way too long. Um, yeah. But Randy, thank you for coming into Staten Island and spending some time with us. It meant the world to us. Thank you to everyone who came Yes. In. But Dad, yeah. you're actually hitting on something. 100 plus people came through that dealership store that day. And you're right. A lot of them came to just see us. They still yes. sold a decent number of cars. But those people came. I, I saw so many people come and get sticker shock on the Jeeps, Dad. I talked to multiple people. I'm thinking of Ricardo, who came yes. with his aunt. His aunt was looking to get a new car. They looked at the compass. Uh -huh. They just couldn't justify the price. They were looking at a compass for $30, $36,000. And he was like, well, we got to be in a payment range under $400. That's not going to happen on a $36,000 compass. put a lot of money down. Well, that wasn't part of that equation. Ah, uh, So I see people getting priced out of the Jeep brand. Yes. And then you look at the Ram brand, you're getting priced out there. You look at Chrysler, maybe you've got some options with the 300 maybe. But not really. I, I Dodge the I, Hornet. I the Hornet, Dad. The, the, the affordable new Hornet. The cheapest one's like $32,000. That product line is just too rich for many people. And I witnessed it happening on the day of our event. Well, and, you know, we were in Staten Island, which is, which is not the uh, high end of all the boroughs in New York. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, and, and you know, as, as somebody said to me, uh, one of the uh, one of the managers there, you know, this is a working class area with Definitely. working class people, and it's hard to make these vehicles fit into what they can effectively afford on a monthly basis. I mean, it, you know, inflation has taken its toll, but if if manufacturers have raised their prices double what inflation has been, well, that just makes it doubly harder to get these people into vehicles. And that's really the unfortunate reality is that you can't part of part of the price increases is just absolute 
corporate greed. greed. Totally. Okay. It has nothing to do with inflation. They just saw an opportunity when there was a limited supply of cars that dealers were able to charge 10, 15, 20, $25,000 over MSRP uh, to sell those cars. And the manufacturer said, hmm, there's an opportunity for us to raise the MSRP, increase our margins. Why don't we do that? And they did. And, you know, I, if I remember correctly from the statistics, uh, Stellantis went up about 45% over the last five years when inflation had from gone, 2019. Okay. So the last four years when inflation went less up than 21%. Half yeah. Well, that tells you everything that you need to know, right? We, there. We're seeing firsthand customers vote with their pocketbooks, whether they want to or not. Again, the number of people I saw on Saturday that came in dead, really kind, nice people that came in well-intentioned to want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. And then realize that even with, because we remember the Stellantis, Jeeps right now on the 4 by is huge lease incentives. Yes. But you know what the downside is to those huge lease incentives? You have to lease it. Not only do you have to lease it, Ted, but there are multiple variables to a lease. So the money factors would be jacked up, not necessarily mm -hmm. by the dealer, but the money factor by the lease company, and the residual values would be jacked up. Mm -hmm. So you still end up, you don't, we had folks come in, guys, looking at a $60,000 MSRP Jeep 4 by e with ultimately a capitalized cost between the dealer discount, all the incentives that would have been down $15,000. And they still didn't buy the doggone thing because the lease payment was like 800 bucks. Yeah, because it still wasn't affordable. Because the money factor was high and because the residual value was high. Yes. And so I look at that example and I think to myself. Well, the residual value was low. The residual value was low. Yep, yeah, exactly. The residual value was low. I mean, these Jeeps used to lease with residual values up in the 60s. Now well, all of them are in the low 50s. The Jeep Wranglers were probably in the 60s. Um, 64, 65, 66% residual values. Uh, a lot of your other Jeep products were probably not. My point being that even though the incentives can be quite high, the payments, and I know we preach about out the door price constantly, but the payments were still entirely unattainable mm -hmm. for people on Saturday. I witnessed it with my own eyes, not to mention the fact that I witnessed with my own eyes the salespeople who were very gracious. I want to thank Island Auto Group again for letting us do, do what we did at their dealership on Highland Boulevard. The salespeople, Dad, the stories I was hearing about people coming in that were upside down, who had negative equity. So you pair together, you pair the reality of, sure, I can get a new Jeep mm -hmm. with $15,000 in incentives and I'll just lease it for 36 months. Okay, maybe my payment will be 600 bucks. No, the payment's going to be 800 bucks. And oh, we haven't begun to factor in the fact that you're $15,000 upside down on your existing Jeep. How did you want to handle your negative equity? So Stellantis, I'm looking, I'm looking squarely at Stellantis and I'm looking at all the automakers that because what this chart shows you when this pulls up on the screen, mm -hmm. what this chart shows you, Dad, is there are over 800,000 more new cars in dealer inventory today than there was a year ago. A 72% increase year yeah, over year. Just under 2 million. Day's supply is up 40%, 39% year over year. You all know back on CarEdge.com, the big thing that we're very proud of is for any vehicle in any region, you can see the day's the market day supply of that vehicle in your area. Mm -hmm. Day's supply going up means that dealers and automakers have to discount because they need to move the inventory. I mean, the fact that we were able to get a Stellantis, a CDJR, CDJR dealership to work with us, it makes sense because their day's supply is up the most. Oh, yes compared to everyone else. This, I think, will spell a bit of reckoning come end of year. We're going to see very strong deals. That's what I mean by reckoning. There's going to be very strong incentives, very strong negotiability towards the end of the year. 
because the math ain't mathin'. We literally watched this happen all day on Saturday. People who wanted a payment, wanted to buy a car, okay, and now, couldn't. Now you say that, and they sold 25 cars on Saturday. Yeah, but they would have sold 12 if we weren't there. Yeah, and which to them was probably still be a good Saturday. True. Um, so they sold 25 cars on Saturday, which was probably a record. Uh, total number of vehicles to sell on a, on a given Saturday, especially, I don't know, a Saturday in August, right before people are getting ready to send their kids back to school and their and their school supply shopping. Um, so yeah, we now literally, you know, they might have had a hundred opportunities, and maybe they would have preferred to have sold forty cars. I'm sure <laughs> they would have. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe they found out that that. 30 or 40 people, even though those people wanted to buy a car, there's no way they could because of either their negative equity or their payments would be out of whack. But still, 25 people figured out how to get into one of those Stellantis products from Island, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Subaru on on Saturday. I hear you, Dad. I hear you. But we are seeing, I want to be very clear, look at these sales trends for these different brands. All right, it'll come up on the screen here in just a second. I think we're getting close to Zach needing a new laptop. Things are getting very, 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 very slow. Dad, what you're seeing here is sales changes (laughs) year to date, July 2023, compared to year to date, July 2022. The brands that have seen the biggest declines in sales year over year, Fiat, Alfa Romeo, I know, but then Jeep, Dad. Yeah. Jeep has had the third largest year-over-year decline. So the first, so the first three are Stellantis brands, yeah. Exactly. Then you have BMW. Then you have Lincoln, a Ford brand. Then you have Jaguar. Then you have Ram. Oh. So in your, in your, and and not every brand has seen year-over-year declines in sales. But what are we looking at here? We're looking at increases in days supply of inventory, and year-over-year declines in sales. Yes. There is no logical explanation for what happens next, other than prices are going to have to come down. Because last time we I keep checked, saying that last time keep, I checked, last yes, time I checked, yes. your most viral YouTube video, Dad, is what happens to unsold new cars. And what'd you say? They get sold. They, they <laughs> effing get sold. <laughs> they absolutely do. I've never seen one that hasn't. Somehow, some way, whether it gets wholesale to another dealer who eventually finds a retail buyer for it, or there's there's a retail buyer out there for it somewhere. Every new car gets sold. Um, you know, it's the dealer's responsibility once they get the car to figure out how to get rid of it. And trust me, they're not putting them in fields in the middle of America to rot. That's not how it works. The dealer pays for those cars. They need to turn those cars into cash so they can buy Cars that actually sell. Yeah, working so, capital. They need yes. working capital to get new inventory. All right, now the one X factor of all this could be the UAW strike. All right, so yes. if we have a UAW strike, then no Stellantis products are being produced. But I still think that based on everything that we're seeing here, if I'm in the boardroom, if I'm if I'm Mr. Tavares, if I'm in the boardroom at Stellantis, I'm thinking to myself, I got to move metal. And we've, we've got examples. I'll pull it up on the screen so we can all... Take a peek at it together. Give me a quick second here, gang. We've got examples. Dude, this is slow, isn't it? Oh, my God. Maybe it's bad internet here on, you know, because we're on the water. I mean, it, I don't think it's that. I think, like, literally the computer is just well, like. Well, I, I, here, here, you want to know why it's slow? You've got 
how many members are your team? And That's, everybody's on the Wi-Fi. It's not Wi-Fi really, Dad. It's it's memory. I think on the device. Oh well, you know. Then get new. Get a bigger memory. Get a bigger <laughs> brain. Damn it. <laughs> Usually, I'd be much swifter as a uh, yeah. producer here, but I think it's going to pop. You are up. the CEO. If you want to get yourself a new laptop. Damn it, do it. Last time I checked, I just spent $15,000 on a sales event that we charged zero for. So I'm, I'm trying to be cost Conserve? conscious. This okay. chart on the screen, everyone, this yes. shows you the percentage of average transaction price made up of incentives. That's the blue line. We saw the average transa- the percentage of average transaction price made up by incentives increase to its high level, war- high level, mar- high water level mark, excuse me, so far this year. Back up to 4.4%. Yes. So we already are seeing, if you're someone who's in the market and you can wait until the end of this year to buy a car, I would wait to buy a car, a new car at the end of this year. Well, but that's even if the, the Even if the UAW strike happens, I'm still yes. waiting because I don't see this trajectory stopping dead. This is normal. Well, if inventory continues to build up and, and if there is a strike, it's not going to be a long strike. Okay, uh, that's the last thing that the manufacturers need is to have a long strike. So it won't be a long strike. You know, if it lasts two weeks, it'll last a long time. You know, maybe it lasts a week. So there should still be plenty of inventory come the end of the year. Because we have seen inventory building and building and building. So one would suspect that incentives and incentives are always at their highest the last month of the year. So that's not going to change this year. Dealers still have goals that they need to hit. Salespeople still have annual goals that they need to hit. Manufacturers have annual goals that they need to hit. Customer incentives will be higher than they've been. um, And dealership incentives from the manufacturers will be higher than they've been. So, yes, you you should be able to make a better deal the last month of the year and especially the last week of the year. Do you think that, do the automakers win no matter what? Because, again, they make money when they wholesale them to the dealers. Well, that's when they make their money. So do do the automakers win no matter what? Do you think they could even use the potential UAW strike as like a a justification and a crutch to not have to produce any more cars because they already, they already wholesaled so much. Now we don't have to pay people for a little while. The inventory can go, you know, whittle down just a little, like this could all, I mean, I'm not saying it out loud, but this could all just be a big ploy by the OEMs to make sure that they're inventory balance with no bad headlines, no bad yeah, press. Yeah, but, but the, but the good inventory balance really is, is available inventory levels of somewhere between two to 2.4 million vehicles. Uh, on a monthly basis at dealerships, uh, not not one million, not one point one million, not one point nine million. You know, they're certainly not going to get it back up to the three and a half to four million. But a really sustainable working inventory level that makes sense, so that you can take care of the customer that wants instant gratification, where they can walk the lot, find the car they want negotiate the deal and take it home with them that day. Um, that requires inventory availability of, of two to 2.4 million cars monthly on dealers lots. And everything we've seen is that sales are up for this year, even though it's more fleet driven than retail driven, they still are up. And we proved on Saturday that with the right type of event, you can still sell cars. True. 25 of them. True. 
damn. <laughs> you feel yeah. proud, aren't you? Did well, you ever have a 25 car day in your career? Uh, not and again, a, this was over two dealerships. So it was yeah. a 12 and a half car day at each, but. Well, no, that's not so. <laughs> it was probably a 20 car day at the Chrysler dealership. Yeah, unless and, on the and a five so. car day, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, I, no, no. I've never had a 25 car day at any of the stores that I worked at. What was the most cars you guys ever sold in a day? Uh, you know, honestly, I don't remember. I, I, I remember one year on Halloween, we sold, I think it was 15. Wow. On Halloween day. 13 or 15, something like that. Um, it was a crazy number. And I said to you yesterday, I said, you know, the one wonderful thing about this, you know, your takeaway was, hey, I killed my dad, but damn, we sold like 25 cars. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I have, I will tell you that I haven't felt that worn out in, in years. Um, and I, you know, I remember flying on an airplane from, Phoenix to Chicago with mm -hmm. the general manager of the Acura store that I worked in because we were going to the Acura national sales meeting. And I remember Jenny saying to me on the flight, she said, do you ever shut up? <laughs> and, and I, and apparently I don't. And, and I can tell you on Saturday, even I was talked out. Yeah. I had nothing left to say. <laughs> nothing. You did a great job. You oh did a great job. You helped a lot of people. We, All right, I want to. I want to talk about one other thing. I saw it come up in the chat, but it's difficult for me to click on it in the chat. Someone said, yeah. "We see interest rates play a role on things on Saturday, and will interest rates play a role in this broader conversation of of you know certain automakers seeing their sales down and inventory building up? Absolutely, a hundred percent, absolutely. I saw multiple deals that could have happened if someone mm -hmm. had because what it came down to is payment." Yes, which no it matter, comes down to for eighty five percent of the people that buy. I cars. love that stuff. It's a hundred percent of people. It's a hundred percent. You can work <laughs> the Chrysler dealer. You can Chrysler work. Dealer. You can work the OTD, but everyone at the end of the day cares what their monthly payment is. Mm -hmm. That's what became very clear uh, for me on Saturday. And if the interest rate was lower, more deals would have gotten done because the payment. I mean, you've talked about before, Dad. A point on on your APR. I mean, that's a lot of money over the lifetime of a loan. Oh yes, and it adds up. It absolutely adds up. You know, I remember at the dealerships that I worked at, and I used to say to my salespeople when they'd come to talk to me about working at the dealer, I used to say, "So, what's what's your customer's monthly budget?" And they go, "Well, they just they don't worry about that. They just want to know the price." I I I get it, but you know, what's their budget? Well, they told me I don't have to worry about that. And I say, here's the deal. Everybody's got a budget, okay? You know, Bill Gates, uh, Warren Buffett, they got budgets. Theirs just might be a heck of a lot bigger <laughs> than ours. But everybody has a budget that it has to fit into. Yep. And, and you know, if somebody's monthly budget is $500 a month, then we really shouldn't be looking at a sixty dollars or $70,000 car. That's what we need to know. Now, I know we sit here every day and we preach, you got to work the out the door number before you work anything else. But it is incumbent upon the customer to know how much out the door fits into their budget. This is why we have the OTD plus monthly payment calculator, 100% free back at my.caredge.com or just go to caredge.com, log into your account. There's an OTD calculator that hooks into a monthly payment calculator yes. right there. Yeah, because you're spot on. You have to know what you can back into. And I witnessed this happen all day long on Saturday. You were working, if I may, you were working your ass off yeah. uh, on Saturday. Uh, it was... 
it was really your first opportunity to uh, see a crazy car dealership on a Saturday and how you have to work with people and what it takes to actually put car deals together. Yeah, it is definitely. not, it is not, it's it, than it is, but there is a lot of educating that goes on, especially for the people that don't understand how that out the door backs into what they're, what they can afford. Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely. A lot of educating going on beforehand, a lot of educating going on during the experience, a lot of educating even afterwards to make sure people feel comfortable. Am I allowed to tell somebody? No, 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 no. No, because Justice is a moderator and he'll remove it. So just let it go, Dad. Okay. Um, Thank you. All right. Let's actually call it a show early because I'm getting kind of hot out here. Plus, we got the team here, the Car Edge team here. We're doing some planning. So let's focus on some planning. My dad is also, may I? My dad's still got some lingering health impacts from the sales event yeah he wore me the hell out so i want you to rest yes i want you to feel better it's nice of you to do the show today but we 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 need you back at full strength for for uh you know for for the for the long haul that may never happen i think you i I think you took years off of my life no the whole point of this is to not take years (laughs) off of your life oh my god well that was the idea behind retiring but you didn't like that concept. So. If we can help you, go back to caredge.com. Again, we've got the team here. We, we're, we're working diligently to figure out ways that we can make what we're doing even better. We've got, obviously, the rest of the team working today to help out. We're going to get back to focusing on that. Thank you, everyone, who came and joined us over the weekend. And, and again, a huge thanks. Um, and we're very proud of Island Auto Group for taking the plunge and working with Car Edge. Yes. We recognize. We recognize. We're hard on dealers, the bad ones. We're great yes. to dealers who are willing to uh, operate the Car Edge way. So thank you for doing that with us. And uh, we'll be back. I won't be here tomorrow. Unfortunately, I'm traveling. And I won't be here on Wednesday. So we'll be back on Thursday. Okay. Episode. So I really have time to, to rest, rest and recover. And recover. Yeah. yeah, you do. Okay. Well, I'm 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 uh, I'm in on that. Everyone enjoy the day. Be safe. You go get some rest. Okay. Thanks everybody for being here. We'll see you back here on Thursday.